Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, 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 my neighbor, hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you've never been here before, hey, welcome. I'm Danny, and I'm that witch next door, and I will be your cosmic guide for the week. If you have been here before, hello, welcome back. I'm so, so glad you're returning to this space with me. Happy to be back with you on another beautiful moon day here. This week, we are looking at today, Monday, December 19th through Sunday, December 25th. It is the holiday week, depending on your culture and your background and your geography. Uh, But for me, um, so I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate like this beautiful, messy, eclectic, (laughs) like combination of Yule-miss. So as a pagan and uh, as a pagan with roots in ancient Europe, so the um, ancient Euro-pagans would be the most accurate way to say that, Um, just kind kind of broaden the area I'm talking about. I'm specifically from Scotland, Ireland, England, mainly in that area. Um, in what I'm talking about, there's some, a good chunk of Italian and some stuff, but, um, as far as the ancient pagan celebrations or the modern version of them that we celebrate today, I very much resonate with most of these celebrations. And Yule is definitely one of them. I was also quite a little Christmas kid when I was a kid. I have always loved being festive around the holidays. And I'm very happy that I married somebody who also really enjoys being really festive because we just love decorating and love listening to the music and love watching the movies. And we do this for like a crazy long time because we love soaking up the season and really enjoying it for as long as we can. We're definitely those people, uh, for the most part that when Christmas is over, like on the 26th, Christmas is over. Um, I don't really draw it out much longer after that. Um, but that's because I really soak it up and appreciate the spirit of the season, uh, for a super long time before that we decorated our house the week after Halloween, which was definitely the soonest we've ever decorated for Christmas so far. But, um, and I do really like calling it Yule Miss because we, we really do this combination of traditions that we've kept from, you know, traditions and and kind of vibes that we've kept and carried from our childhood, which it was definitely labeled as and celebrated as Christmas when we were kids. So there's definitely this Christmas, uh, this part of it that is very Christmas that we do hold on to. And I will say that when I first became like really purposefully started practicing witchcraft, started studying paganism, um, I struggled with this for a really long time. Um, and that's, you know, religious trauma for you. You got to work through those shadows and find a way to, you know, if there were these celebrations that you enjoyed as a kid, 
especially where, you know, no one was, you know, this wasn't some like cult that I was a part of, you know, it was normal Catholic Christian family, Christmas, a little bit of church in there. Um, pretty traditional festivities and celebrations. Um, and I really, really enjoyed all of these things. And when I got older and I learned more about religious persecution and, you know, everything under that just big, big umbrella of religious trauma, it was hard for me. And I was like, do I call it Christmas? Do I sing these songs still? Um, do I, you know, what's my relationship with Jesus now? That was a really, really big one. Um, and honestly, like I have just learned to really embrace all of the parts that I love um, because they are parts that I love and and letting it be nothing more than that. So I still sing all of the songs. I still like belt out, oh, come all ye faithful, hark the herald angels sing. Uh, my favorite, one of my all time favorite Christian, uh, Christian, but it also it is Christian. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite Christmas songs is Oh Holy Night and like all the different renditions of that. I just think it's such a beautiful song. I almost always get tears in my eye depending on who's belting it out and singing it. But um, it was hard for a while. It was really hard. I was like, but I don't really like work with these entities. I'm not really like hanging out with the angels as a witch, as an adult. I know lots of witches and practitioners that do hang out with the angels and totally cool. Like there's this whole entire branch of um, spirituality, right? Where people really, really work with the angels. There are many amazing Christian witches out there and Catholic witches out there. So there's totally a space for all of that. And for me personally, my relationship with those things have changed because my view of those things have developed over the years since I was a child. Um, and so I've had to, what I really ended up learning, I think, is that it's the, it's the vibe, it's the energy, it's the spirit of the song and the season that I really, truly connect with. So I've let myself connect with that with that energy, with that vibe, with, with the true meaning, you know, the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> so I really hope, um, you know, regardless of where you're at in your spiritual journey and your earth journey, that you're able to find that deeper meaning for yourself and let yourself just connect with it and let yourself just enjoy that. And honestly, if that means that you're a little bit more of a Scrooge and a humbugger, that's fine. If that's what you enjoy is like, this is not my thing. This is not my holiday. I like specifically not celebrating anything to do with Christmas or Yuletide, you know, because of X, Y, and Z. So I like to do this instead that is just as aligned and sacred for you. And I, you know, if, if nothing else, I just hope that you can anchor into your why behind the meaning of it for you. Okay. Um, and just unapologetically embrace it, my friends. So let's take a look at the forecast, the astro forecast for the week 
First up, let's go ahead and go into the moon scope. We've got lots to cover this week, um, transit-wise. Lots, lots and lots going on this week. We are starting out today with the moon in Scorpio. Moon will move into Sagittarius on Wednesday the 21st, then moves into Capricorn on Friday for our new moon in Capricorn on Friday the 23rd. And finally, we'll move into Aquarius um, just after midnight mountain time on Sunday the 25th to round out our week with the moon in Aquarius. So Christmas Eve... Uh, All day on the 24th, we will be in the sign of Capricorn. And then if you are in mountain time, right when Santa is coming at (laughs) right after midnight, shit gets weird in the best kind of ways because the moon moves into Aquarius. So this is going to be honestly so interesting because I don't know about you and what you do, but, um, you know, we have multiple families to celebrate the holidays with. So we've got a Christmas Eve celebrations day and we've got a Christmas day celebrations and uh, with different families. And we are getting a different moon for each family. So that is going to be very interesting, I think. Um, And you know, what's really cool is we had our new moon in Sagittarius the day before Thanksgiving And now we have our new moon in Capricorn the day before Christmas Eve and which is, you know, just a week before New Year's Eve. And we're all getting ready for a brand new year, 2023, year of the chariot. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And um, I think that this is, you know, especially kind of branching from our, our, conversation about our relationship with the holidays, especially, you know, from when we were children to now and kind of what that looks like and how it's grown and developed or changed or shifted over the years, how maybe our families have changed and shifted over the years. Do the celebrations look different? Probably. Are they in a totally different house? For most of us, probably. And there is this familiarity about it. There is. And I think that this is really a beautiful symbol of our cyclical living and our cyclical universe, right? Things are always progressing and always changing, um, but everything is a cycle. And so there is always this kind of inherent familiarity. And so the best way to lean into this especially with Capricorn season coming this week, we'll get into the transits in just one second here, is to really think about it in this dualistic way, what I've known and experienced and what I don't know and is new and is unfamiliar. And how do we bridge that gap? What have I learned from the past? What am I letting go? What am I definitely bringing with me? All of those things, um, are going to be really, really profound this week. All right. Now, before we switch all the way into transits for this week, I do have a really quick disclaimer. Um, Number one, I'm doing my laundry today. I'm also recording with my daughter at home today. This is very new for me. I really do not. I'm very used to recording when I have not 
just like the room to myself, but the house to myself. I usually don't even record when my husband Jared is home. Um, But especially since we are moving out of state in the early months of 2023, probably around springtime, um, you know, my my chances and my schedule around getting the house totally and 100% completely to myself uh, might be a little slim for a little while, uh, maybe for a long while. And so one thing that I'm going to start practicing and transitioning into right now is recording some episodes when I'm at home with my whole family or just my daughter and I are at home, um, just kind of in the middle of real life. There's that real magic for real life for you. Um, So if you can hear some sounds in the background that you can't normally hear, it's probably the washer. Sorry about that. Sorry to my husband who probably will do his best to edit that. (laughs) Um, And... um, but it's it's just a washer and we'll all be okay. If you hear my daughter stomping around or uh, cut into the audio at any point, thanks for being patient with me um, as we kind of figure out this new transition. But I'm really trying to get in the habit of of getting comfortable recor- recording, like regardless of my my settings and environment around me. So uh, yay, it's really hard with ADHD, but (laughs) that's why I want to start practicing now while I still am in my familiar environment here. So let's look at this week's actual forecast. So we looked at the moon scope for this week. Um, Let's see, one of the first important things that I noted uh, is starting tomorrow, Tuesday, the 20th, And Jupiter is moving back into Aries, my friends. So Jupiter, way back when, I don't have my date on me, sorry. I don't have my other almanac in front of me. Yes, okay, Jupiter uh, stationed retrograde in July. And finally uh, stationed direct in November of this year, I believe. And... During that retrograde cycle, Jupiter went, yes, direct in November. During that retrograde cycle, Jupiter, who had started out in Aries, uh, went all the way back into one of its home signs of Pisces. And since its direct station in November, it will now be moving back into the sign of Aries. So, This is probably going, in my opinion, this is how I see it. I think it's going to re-spark a lot of dreams, re-spark a lot of vision, re-spark a lot of goals that you had been thinking about um, prior to this this, uh, Jupiter retrograde cycle that maybe had to get backburnered. Maybe they had to get re-examined, re-evaluated. For whatever reason, they kind of had to move off of the burner or off of the course ahead. And I see opportunity for these to be popping back in. And so with Jupiter in Aries, I think that this can definitely be a time of uh, some reactivity, but this can also be a really beautiful time for some much needed boldness, some much needed drive, and honestly, some much needed self like independence, just self 
self-dependence where it's like, I got this. This is going to be my thing for me. It's a really fucking beautiful energy to be heading into the new year with. So I'm really, really excited for Jupiter to head back into Pisces. Not that I don't like Jupiter or sorry, I'm excited for Jupiter head back into Aries. Not that I don't like Jupiter in Pisces energy. I just think that this is going to feel really welcome, particularly this time of year, this, this end of this year heading into a new year. And then on the following day, on Wednesday, the 21st, my friends, the winter solstice is here. Capricorn season is here. Um, fall is officially over and winter is upon us. So on the 21st at, let's see here. So Wednesday, the 21st at 2.48 p.m. Mountain Time, the sun officially moves into Capricorn and let's see how many hours later, about three hours later, the sun and Jupiter will square each other in Aries. (laughs) Um, The sun and Capricorn will square Jupiter in Aries. So this is going to happen at zero degrees. Zero degrees is interpreted as or seen as extremely pure, undiluted form um, of that signs energy. So we really, really have strong Jupiter Aries energy, really, really strong sun and Capricorn energy. And those really strong energies are going to be squaring one another, conflicting with one another. This could mean that our ego and what we think is practical and available to us might conflict with, um, these, these dreams kind of coming back onto the table. It might, even though I think this will be a good and welcome thing, I think the way it might feel on the inside, especially noted by this, this sun Jupiter square between these cardinal signs is, is a little bit of like, what the hell? Like, I, I think there might be some irritability around this. Like, I don't have time for this. I'm not going to, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. This isn't going to realistically fit into the plan all of a sudden. Um, you might find yourself being like, oh, I can't believe I, I slept on this this entire time. What have I been fucking doing this entire year? I should have been doing this. I thought of these ideas months and months and months ago. What's wrong with me? Now they're just coming up right now. You may find that this comes to you from an external source. You may find yourself saying those or thinking those things towards another person, bringing an idea or vision or opportunity to your plate. And I want you to tap into the astrology of this week and recognize like, oh, even though it might seem like the it's not going to be easy to integrate this, to really integrate this into the path you're currently walking on. You are supposed to find integration here for this opportunity. It's our, our, the cosmos and our guides way and our higher self's way of telling us, no, no, I know this looks like it's too much. And I promise you, you can handle this. I know this is hard and I know you can handle it. Do you remember when we talked about that from parenting coach, Destiny Ann? Um, That's become one of my favorite, favorite phrases for my daughter as a parent, for myself, um, as a person reparenting myself, um, for my clients, everything. It's such a, and, and especially in astrology when it comes to hard aspects. I know this is hard and I know you can handle it. Validating the experience and we're not, bypassing it and we're not avoiding it. 
Um, and so even though you may feel a little bit of a clash, uh, and again, this may take place this week. It may take place in the, the weeks after this aspect, okay, which again, um, is exact on the day of the solstice on Wednesday. Uh, this is at 5.50 p.m. mountain time, this sun in Capricorn squaring Jupiter in Aries aspect. Um, so this, this very well can take place. It could peak, you could hit the climax of this, um, this theme or these events this week, or they may take place in the week's following, but I want you to keep this information in mind so that you can go, I can take a deep breath. I can pause. I can validate myself. And I know I can move through this. I know this is hard and I know I can handle it. And then because on Friday, the 23rd, like we said, not only do we have the new moon in Capricorn, that's going to be exact on Friday, the 23rd at 316 a.m., but we also have Chiron stationing direct on Friday, the 23rd. Chiron stations direct at 2.30 a.m., so just before just before the new moon in Capricorn. And it feels like Chiron has been retrograde for a really long time. It feels like Chiron's been in Aries for an insanely, insanely long time. Um, that's the thing about the Chiron orbit, I guess. But I, I think it's really interesting that we had some Chiron themes the week of Thanksgiving that we talked about on this show. And that my eyes were totally drawn to the Chiron themes this week, um, which coincide with the winter solstice, Yule and Christmas show. So I want you to bear in mind that your triggers, those things kind of like picking at your wounds, those old wounds, begging for nurturing and healing. Maybe you have been giving them a lot of nurturing and healing, or maybe you have been kind of pushing them off to the side and into the closet. Totally depends on where you're at. I want to offer you this reminder. There is so much wisdom that you're already cultivating from your journey. And an insanely huge, huge amount of it comes from your trauma. I agree with this phrase that I've heard a lot of people say. There's a lot of people that don't agree with the phrase, I am my trauma. And I would agree with that disalignment. I also don't adore that phrase. It doesn't, I understand the purpose of it. And I even understand that the purpose is shadow integration. I, I I get that intention behind it. There's something about it that I don't adore. However, one phrase that I do really like instead could be, my trauma has become my wisdom. And I get to take the credit for that. You know, there's a lot of empowerment in that because I didn't run. I didn't hide from myself or other people. You know, I did for a while, don't get me wrong. But there was this point where I stopped running and stopped ducking and hiding and avoiding. 
And I finally embraced myself and said, hey, hi, I see you. I'm not going to ignore you anymore. We're going to do this damn thing day in, day out. I'm holding my own hand forever and I'm not letting go. And I'm making that commitment to myself. And that's, that's Chiron shit, man. That's Chiron healing. So I really invite you to that experience this week. I really invite you to reaching out your hand to yourself, especially not just even or if, but especially if things have been particularly hard for you, if you've been struggling, especially with the same things for a really, really long time now, I want you to extend that metaphorical hand within yourself to yourself and say, I ain't going anywhere. I know it's been hard. I know it's going to be hard and I'm not going anywhere. I really, really firmly feel the power and healing from that, that kind of self-ritual this week. So this is a really perfect time to transition into our card for today. Hi, neighbor. I want to take a quick moment to thank our episode affiliate for the day, one of my favorite companies and products to date, Magic of Eye and their Astrological Planner. If this is not your first time in the neighborhood and you've been around for a while, you very well know how much I love and how frequently I mention this planner. It has been a part of my astrological journey pretty much since the very beginning of my studies. This planner not only has educational support like reference materials, there's basically a mini textbook at the beginning of this planner, but it also just has journey support because there's journal spaces, uh, there's a lunar calendar, there's a transit calendar to help you learn astrology, but to actually start living uh, very cyclically and cosmically, regardless of your experience level. This is what I love about this planner. It's very, very accessible, no matter what experience level you are with astrology. Personally, I use it for both my personal life and my business. It's an integral part of my planning and scheduling practices. Now this year for the 2023 edition, their new theme is astromycology. So in this 280 page astrology planner, uh, again, that is for all different experience levels. We are now getting the extra edition of mycology exploration or the magic and healing properties of mushrooms. And this is absolutely a fascinating subject to me, as I'm sure it already is to so many of you. Um, and the cool part is, is not only is there a section in the planner with different types of mushrooms and their healing properties and benefits, but they also have an exploration on astrology to fungi connection, which I think is so cool. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by ordering yours at the link in the show notes below.
So wherever you're at, whether you're sitting or standing, if you wouldn't mind, just making sure your weight feels evenly distributed. If you need to kind of adjust your legs or feet or wherever it is um, to feel really even and balanced and grounded and centered wherever you are right now. If you feel called to and it's safe for you to close your eyes, feel free to do so now. Let's take some beautiful cleansing breaths together. As usual, we're going to take these deep cleansing breaths. We're going to get deeper with each breath, and we're also going to let go of more with each each breath. So with every single inhale, I want you to really inhale all the magic that the universe has to offer. This can be the healing support from your guides. This can be that self-empowerment within yourself we just talked about. It can be the pure, undiluted love that is just penetrating the universe right now. Whatever that means to you, I want you to deeper and deeper breathe that in with every single inhale. And with every single exhale, I want you to let go of more and more of anything no longer serving you anything that has been holding you back, anything that's been clouding your vision, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and shuffle while we do this together. So go ahead and take a nice, big, deep inhale in. Exhale that out. Another one, big inhale in. Let it all the way out. Last one, make it count. Breathe in. And exhale it out. Open yourself up any messages, any guidance, any insight that you may be seeking or needing at this time. This week, we are using the Spirit Allies deck that I just got in the December box from Goddess Provisions. You may have seen it on my Instagram or my email in the last couple of weeks. It is insanely gorgeous. Um, This is so crazy. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. So (laughs) I have to tell you, very cool story about this card before I tell you what this card is. So I had kind of a crazy week uh, last week. And um, normally I'm a little bit ahead on recording Moonday Musings. And I got a little bit behind um, because I shifted some my schedule a little bit with my daughter. And I had prepared for moon day. I ended up having to, I think by the second day I tried to reschedule it, I had to totally scrap it. And I had already like prepared and wrote out the transits. And I had even chosen a card from the Spirit Allies deck. Well, I had to table it, you know, many days have gone by now since I've been able to actually sit down and record the episode. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pull a fresh card. It's totally and completely fine. And I knew you'd be able to hear at one point shouting in the background. Um, I ended up pulling the same card anyways. Of course. Of course I did. I, You heard me probably shuffling that entire time. Um, I definitely shuffled the deck. I've actually even used this deck in between 
as well. So I, I um, pulled this card when I was preparing for Moon Day. I did a different reading with this deck, and then I just used it again now. And I still ended up pulling the same cards for, card for all of us. So spirit really is like, no, no, this is the card for you. So if you already got your, or if you've already taken a look at your cosmic quickie email for today, you've already seen the picture of this card. Very simple, very profound though. So this card from the spirit allies deck is the San Pedro cactus. And the affirmation is, I am stepping into my desired reality. Standing tall against the sandy background of the desert, the San Pedro cactus reaches to the sky. Despite the spines that extend along its whole stalk, don't let this cactus fool you. Eventually, it will produce large white blossoms that would delight any passerby. The San Pedro cactus embodies the energy of the grandfather archetype and is all about empowerment and divine love. Let this serve as a reminder to you that no goal or dream is unreachable when you tap into a confident, loving vibration and are willing to surrender your preconceived notions and limitations. You must first believe in yourself, and secondly, that your desired reality is possible. It's time to shift your perception to see the truth and beauty that is always present. Everything is in divine order, even if it looks messy. You have the power to step into your ultimate reality, one that is truly playful, loving, joyous, and fun. What you may not know is that it already exists. It's just waiting for you to choose it in this very moment. Smile. You got this. Journal prompt. Perfect with what we talked about today. How can you remind yourself of your personal power? So same thing. How can you reach into yourself, reach out a hand to yourself and say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm right by your side. We can get through anything because of that. That is your personal power. Oh, I love it so much. That was, I, obviously it was the perfect card. Um, <laughs> since it made sure to show up for all of you. Uh, a lot of you apparently really, really need this message since, since the cactus came up more than once. This is from the plant allies suit in the deck. Oh my God. It's the most beautiful deck. I absolutely love it. All right, everybody. I decided to shake things up a little bit. And I asked my daughter Blair, the little Blair witch, to come on here and help me say thank you to all of you and goodbye to everybody today. So Blair, can you tell everybody thank you for listening to the show? Thank you for everybody listening to the show. And can you tell them we'll see them for tomorrow's episode? We'll see you tomorrow episode. <laughs> you don't have to talk that close. Watch, we'll just sit right here and say, we hope you stay safe and have fun. Stay magical out there. Stay magical out here today. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. <laughs>
If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. <laughs>